they're mm. not they're not a sec they're not trying to be sexual they are responding to your affirmations that's yeah, good they're good. responding to your affirming and, mm. and and i'm gonna tell you the danger in this is that there's a such thing called grooming and I, and I don't want to mm. focus too much on the molestic molesting but this is some of the dangers of the oversexualization Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Truth Reveal, uh, where we uh, discuss topics that relate as we reconcile to reveal God's truth. And we are so happy that you joined us another day, another day that the Lord has kept us (laughs) through danger seen and unseen to have another wonderful discussion with you, our wonderful viewers and listeners. Um, Today, we're going to be discussing a very heavy topic. Um, but we're going to do it in a way that we do things, you know, uh, we of course interject a little humor, lighten it up. Um, but this is something that I think um, that we all think as a true reveal family will really help people um, mm-hmm. because this is something that is a, what we feel is a societal wrong um, and kind of going in the wrong direction. And I think we as people kind of have to understand that we actually have more power than we think we have uh, to kind of change how our culture Um, popular culture will go. Um, And what we're going to discuss is something based off of a Netflix film. And I don't even want to call it a Netflix film. It's a film written by a young lady called Cuties. Um, And it was, it's set to be released on Netflix by September 9th. Um, And, but Netflix took the heat and the flack because they're the ones uh, releasing the trailer and uh, you'll see the link to that in our in our notes um, if you want to click on that and look at that and learn more about it um, but basically it brought up the topic of the over sexualization of children mm-hmm. um, where these 11 year old girls um, one in particular she's comes from a traditional conservative Muslim family um, and she finds this dance team <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. the way that they put it in the caption and I, I wrote it down. It says, 11-year-old Amy starts to uh, rebel against her conservative family, and, uh, and she joins or becomes fascinated with a free-spirited mm-hmm. dance team <laughs> or dance crew. That's how they framed it. And, it and, and one of the things that Netflix got in trouble for was because if you looked at the – they may have taken it down now, but the link we have has the picture where the – the uh, what do you call it? The poster picture was mm-hmm. basically all eleven-year-old girls. Like you know how sometimes in film you have an adult playing a child's role. Well, no, these children are actual eleven-year-old children, um, but they're posing like like they get ready to just twerk. You know, they're, they're in these tight, you know, little dance team clothes and that the postures of them was disturbing even before you even watch any of the trailer. Um, and so Netflix got flack. Um, they got all kinds of comments to where they actually had to come out or did come out and apologize. Uh, they took the blame for the, the profile picture and 
and the like. But we're not going to make this conversation. I got a little bit of, of things I want to uh, do a little build up before we get into our discussion. But we don't want to make this just about uh, this film, Cuties, um, that will come out. Um, they still are, it's not banned. So they're still set to release that on September 9th. Um, I think they just changed the promotional, uh, content, but, uh, we don't want to make it just about this one film because this is not just behold to that one film. I wish it was, Mm -hmm. um, but sexualized characters, overly sexualized Mm -hmm. images, um, even in cartoons, um, yes, even in cartoons, no, no. uh, um, even in (laughs) cartoons, this, this is not a new thing. I, I, I wrote down a few things. There was another film, uh, called good boys that was released in 2019. Um, and there will also be a link to that trailer, uh, for you, for those who that doesn't ring a bell. Uh, but good boys was a horrible film uh, that centered around (laughs) it was supposed to be a coming of age story of Mm. some 13 year old boys um, and the actors were were 13 they might have been supposed to been a little bit younger in the film um, Mm -hmm. but the actors are 13 and (laughs) at the time I believe and basically it's about them trying to go to this kissing party but none of them have ever kissed before but the whole, if you watch the trailer, the whole movie, first of all, they're using some of the worst language, right? Mm. And yes, I understand the actors, but they're using this language. And then the whole thing centers around, they grab one of the teenage girl's purse that has a Molly in it. And the whole joke is they don't know what Molly is. And for those of you who may not know what Molly is, <laughs> um, it's ecstasy. You know, mm-hmm. that's the, it's a sex drug. Um that's what they call it anyway. Um, uh, but but they take a purse that has Molly in it. Um, and then everything, every joke, and I'm not kidding, every joke in the trailer, mm-hmm. everything is extreme sex, sexual what. jokes being in the center of all the jokes include these 13-year-old boys. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the 13-year-old actor was even interviewed. I watched an interview, which I didn't put that link, but uh, the adult was asking, do you think, you know, he was like, he, th- th- this is a grown person as the child. He said, um, tell parents that they should go see this film or why they should go see this film and then see and tell the 13 year olds how they can get their parents to let them watch this film. And the child at right. And the child actor said, I don't believe 13 year olds should go see this film unless oh, your parents, wow. unless your parents will allow. Now, now that 13 year old actor knew that what they were doing was inappropriate. It's a rated yeah. R film. Um, and then, and just to bring up one more image, there's a cartoon. I can't even remember the name of it. I stopped my son from watching because it's supposed to had like unicorns and these fake animals, right? These, mm-hmm. these fairy animals, but a, the animals had, what do you call it? Like grossly expressed buttocks. Oh, if that wow. makes sense. So like it kind of protruded out. And one of the animals, every time he would do something out of his butt, like pass gas or whatever, like rainbows and stars would oh. come out of his, out of that, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Right. And that sounds hilarious, right? Oh my God. But in my mind, I'm thinking yeah. this, this, this animal got the backside of, of Megan the Stallion. And Ooh. I don't know why. <laughs> And, Hell, bless and stars and rainbows. Like, I don't like anything being associated with, with the behind. I don't care what, you know, what, what mm-hmm. we're talking about. So, um, I, you know, it just was weird. Um, mm. And so I, I want to talk a little bit about 
the protection of the innocence of children. Um, let, let me let me bring up a few little facts before we really get into this thing. Um, and you know what? I didn't even introduce my girls. I done went right up into this. <laughs> and I I about you know all, I forgot about are. my people. <laughs> look, 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 look. You didn't even introduce yourself either, I don't think. I sure didn't. <laughs> well, go sure ahead. Did. We can do it now. Look, look this is a topic that this is going to be intense, honey. Because uh, <laughs> we ready. Yeah. But um, I myself, your host for the night, April Rivers, <laughs> is happy to be joined by my co-host, Holly Harris. What's up? <laughs> and Latricia Peak, aka Sweet. What's up? <laughs> all right, and all right. So we're gonna get into get into this. And just let you know. Um, I just looked up a couple things about children because my in my head I was wondering. Like, I remember there was a time not too long ago where children were thought of as little adults. Mm. Now, not in the fact of sexualization, but child labor, um, yeah. and, and, and specifically. So I said, well, when did children start being protected as children? Um, Well, they have an act called the Child Abuse Prevention and uh, Treatment Act, which I'm not sure when it was was enacted, but it put certain protections in place for for minors. And also the 1938 uh, Fair Labor um, or Standards Act, which was only 82 years ago. Now, we, some of us got people in our family that are 82, mm. uh, and only 82 years ago where it protected um, children from working in factories and having to do hard and harsh and dangerous labor, yeah. the, the same as adults. Um, they used to take orphan uh, boys and girls and basically put them to work um, in, in different places and kind of servant them out. Um, so 82 years ago, 83 years ago, if, yeah. Uh, your child could be put into the factory and work just like you and I would work. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, children being seen as children has fluctuated up and down in our society. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing that should never fluctuate is when it comes to sexual abuse and Mm -hmm. and sexuality, because I'm just going to make this statement before we even get into this thing. There is no such thing as being in love with a minor. If you are an adult and you are viewing a child the same way that you do, that you should view another adult that you're attracted to, you need therapy, you need help, and you not do not need to act upon that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no such thing as a children are not little adults. Mm-mm. Okay, they 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 mimic what we do, um, but but they deserve to be protected. Okay, they're not meant to handle all the things that we handle. It's sad that that has to be said, but I just wanted to 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 start this off before we um get into our conversation and and some other things I just want to note as I'm pulling up the outline. Uh, some of us know. I mean, I wish we only had a few examples, but I I looked up Mary Kate Letourneau. Anybody remember that name? Oh yeah, hmm. yeah. Mary Kate Letourneau. She was a school what. teacher uh, that that raped. Um, and I'm using the word rape because even because you can't consent at the age of 13, 12 and 13. But she uh, raped her student, her middle school student, um, had two children by him when he was 12. And when he was 13, she got convicted. She, she gave birth to a child in, in prison. Um, they And then after that, she married him. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, and what I didn't know is Mary Kate Letourneau died this year. What? Quiet as cat. Yes, yes, she passed what, was away. From COVID? No, from cancer. Oh. 
From cancer. Ah, see. Everybody ain't aging die. from COVID. Right. Well, I know. I, <laughs> <laughs> <you> know <laughs> I just thought I would ask from because COVID. that's so the, the every, main culprit. Okay. Everybody <laughs> so, like, that dies in 2020 got that COVID. That, that COVID. <laughs> they, they got the corona. Got that oh, room. But no, she died of cancer. And oh, wow. She? she was young. She was only 50, 58. 50 wow. something Some, mm. somewhere in there so uh, how old was how old is he now is 35 he his, well, okay 35 wow. and and the sad thing is now she went through all that right do you know the jokers got separated right before she died they were saying get separated getting divorced but anywho that's neither mm. here nor there. uh we 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 know that things like this do happen and children uh, need to be protected and their innocence need to be protected. So as we get up into to this, I just kind of want to talk about our own. It doesn't have to be our own personal experiences because I know this is a touchy subject, but even someone we know, because what the main culprit seems to be a lot of times in this is media yeah. and images. See mm-hmm. uh, uh, what what we can control. We can't be in everyone's house to know what's going on. But when it comes to media, when it comes to networks and and, and what we consume and what we patronize, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's about what they're putting out to kind of put our children in an over-sexualized or even to have the mindset to yeah. even be thinking about anything sexual, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so how has exposure to sexual images at a young age either affected your life or the lives of people you know anybody mm. i know that's a broad and big question um <laughs> you know but but i think it's important because this this yeah. is not some one off see a lot of times people want to put it in an extreme case and say oh well we we're not pedophiles we don't we don't but see it starts with a child and I'm going to go ahead and talk about myself since I'm on the tangent. Pornography is such an introducer. Mm-hmm. One of the articles that will also be linked in our bio talked about this. Um, more and more children in between the ages of, I believe it said eight to 10, eight to 10 are being exposed in a higher percentage to pornography. Yeah. First of all, not only is that extremely dangerous, first of all, they're not ready for to see any of those images, but those mm-hmm. images introduce things that are that are uh, harmful. A lot of times there is, uh, you know, uh, things introduced such as the the extreme pornography where there's choking and, and a, like hitting and abuse along with um, the sex act. Um, it is it is it is such a horrible yeah horrible way for anybody to learn about sex, but especially a minor child. Mm -hmm. And for me, um, the first time I even saw a male body part, okay, was not the first time I was intimate with a man. It was from pornography, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was not where I was supposed to learn about that at, right? Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, that so basically that gave me a harmful education. And back in the day, for y'all who don't know, that we about to show our age. See, you didn't have to, <laughs> to go, you didn't used to have to have a porn tape. See, nobody don't remember HBO after dark and, and Cinemax, Send to the Max, and Showtime. And not even that. Sometimes even in the music, BET after dark. Oh, yeah, B- 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 what was that video back in the day that was 
my God, disgusting by um, tip drill. Oh. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> That's porn. That, I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you was, know, uh, oh, like, Nelly. That was Nelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and they would have a lot of that kind of stuff on, you know, BET After Dark. Right. And that <laughs> so, was regular cable. You yeah, didn't have to have no special channels mm-hmm. back then to, to, to have yeah. access to that. Um, so, you know, that being said, that formed my idea yeah. of what, you know, when you're young, you used to say doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> the Uchi Coochie. Well. Well, is what <laughs> I remember it being called. When oh, I was Uchi Oh, that's so country. That is co- that is country. That's Sound like an old person. Old person. Old person. I've heard of hoochie coochie, but not hoochie coochie. Yeah, Lord yeah. have mercy. Help us. Um, but anyhow, uh, that being said, um, for me, it just had a. It just gave me a message, a, a wrongful miseducation. Okay, about something that God created was what what that's supposed to be. Um, so it it was very harmful um, for me and for people for people that I I knew um, that got exposed to that to, at an early age, over sexualization, over consuming themselves with those yeah. things at a young age. Mm-hmm. So anyway, whoever wants to go next. Yeah, I would say that was for me too, was, you know, porn or whatever. And, uh, you know, some neighbor, some friends and, um, you know, the, their parents or whatever stumbling onto some tapes. And then being shocked beyond belief when you put it in the, yep, the VHS tape. Man. And, you know, and so I think that was, and then, like I said, along with like the videos and stuff, seeing that whole, uh, you know, sexualization piece. And it didn't even have to sometimes be on, you know, BET After Dark. Sometimes just the lyrics can incite yeah. certain things within you. Feeling within the body, yeah. Yeah. And so I would say that, you know, couple, you know, like I said, with stumbling onto porn. And then I, and I feel bad for the kids of today because on network regular television, now they just going all regular out. Regular network yeah. television. The, on the commercials. Honey, on the commercials and the, the, and the previews, uh, and honey, Lord, you know, from stuff from um, let me see who was who first like really start really going in like I and I, and I love her, you know, her work or whatever, but uh, Shonda, like some of her oh, stuff, Shonda rhymes, child rhymes. Is, was <laughs> my God, and then after her, what's your boy name? Um, I don't want to name drop, Lord, but that's I fine mean, if they're well stuff, known. Well, their stuff was really well, your boy who did um oh Lord, what's the band name? God, I can't think. Not who did Empire or Precious, no. Yeah, him. He mm-hmm. was he was next to start, I forgot his you know, name, but doing yes. I don't know. Everything just started going to another level when it came right. to sex scenes and when it came to what we were being exposed to. On you know, regular we, television. We, honey, we come from back in the day when TV went off at a certain time. You heard the right. national anthem. And it was over. Time to go to bed. Time to go to bed. Ain't no images here. Come on, the flag will be showing. And I would be staring at that flag some nights when I couldn't sleep. I just look at the flag. (laughs) You would hear it and then you would cut off the TV and go to bed. But I remember when it used to be a rainbow color like the bar. And then it'll go boom. Yep. 
Turn that TV off. <laughs> that that's was right. it. But that's not the case today. There is so much, even on YouTube. Like, I mean, there are just so yep. many avenues and, and places where children are being bombarded with yeah. images. You can't even pull up sometimes when you just read an article, you scroll to the bottom and see a nasty image underneath an article yeah. that you're reading. Yeah. It's everywhere and it's constant bombardment. But going back to your question, like, you know, like how it affected, you know, I, and mm-hmm. I think it, it awakens love before time, like it says yeah. in the word yeah. of God, right? not to awaken love before time, because then there, you know, then before you know it, you get curious and you start, yeah. you know, exploring, yeah. exploring yeah. and then you Experiment. end up in a mess. <laughs> so. A whole one, a whole mess, yes. a hot mess. <laughs> Basically. So Yeah. Um, you know, we've had this conversation before, so I like, everybody else was exposed to porn at an early age. But when I think about it, I don't think that it, um, I'm sure it did. I don't think it impacted so much my view of sex as much as now, like hindsight being 2020 when, when the scripture talks about seeds being planted, Mm -hmm. I think it, for me, it was like an implantation of lust. Yes. That being exposed to at a very at a very young age, and you know it's wrong because innately within us, because the way God created us, we know right from wrong. Even babies yeah. know right from wrong at a certain age. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when you're sneaking and watching, and yeah. we can probably all attest to this, and we were exposed at a young age, inside of us, no one had to tell us. You should not be watching this. This is yeah. wrong. But you right. knew that yeah. I should not be watching this. This is wrong. And so I think what it is is what Holly says. It awakens um, that 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 uh, sin iniquity portion of our soul, and and then you're trying to decipher through something at such a young age, and you don't even understand who you are and what sexuality is. Yeah. Right? And, and and the thing is, like, to your point, you know, not, um, you know, putting a, a, a negative connotation because, I mean, that desire is a natural one, but it's just right. one that it should not. not be. Yes, it's, it's one that should not be explored because it's natural for you to, you know, see something in your body to react or whatever. But. And it's time is is we're in the God. He created those parameters for a reason, you know. Yes, so. and and we know this as a society, or that or that children wouldn't be a protected class of of, of human beings. Yeah. Uh, we know that their innocence is supposed to be being protected. We know mm-hmm. that it is not normal uh, to introduce and awaken something because most children at at certain ages wouldn't be thinking about they didn't think about that. Not naturally, you know, mm-hmm. they're thinking about a whole, whole host of other things. Um, but when they are exposed, when they are, because see what you, and I, I'm going to segue into the next part, but, but what you affirm in a child, yeah. see yeah. when a child is developing identity, um, they're looking for praise. My, mm. my, my babies, my baby boy and my oldest, when he was a little younger, is like, mommy, did I do this good mommy? Did you like that mommy? Did you, they are looking for that affirmation. Mm-hmm. They are looking for. So when you take a child and let them twerk 
and you say, mm. go girl, go Kiki, go Kiki. And, 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 and you like, you know, go ahead, go ahead. Or you are taking a little boy child and, and, and telling him to get up on the little girl and like, get it, man, man, get it. You know what? You know, yeah. I, that is, they're mm. not, they're not a sec. They're not trying to be sexual. They are responding to your affirmations. That's yeah, good. They're great. responding to your affirming. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to tell you the danger in this is that there's a such thing called grooming. And I, and I don't want to mm. focus too much on the molesting, molesting, but this is some of the dangers of the over-sexualization because the child molester grooms Mm-hmm. a child mm-hmm. to begin to be one that they're going to take and, and misuse mm-hmm. and abuse yeah. because a child don't want their mind is not there mm-hmm. and when they start to groom them and affirm them and and tell lies in the head and and give them praise for things that they should be ashamed of, or, or not ashamed but like they, they they feel some type of way about to tell them no 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 that's good that's not bad Right, mm-hmm. and, and and it's and it can start with and, and parents don't get mad at me if you got your baby on the twerk team that's between you and Jesus, but <laughs> um, but 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 we have to be careful because we don't yeah. want to set our. It used to be, let me tell you something. There used to be a place called a child's place when we were younger. Okay, mm-hmm. used to be a place. It used to be a real place called a child's place where you won't listen into adults talk adult conversation mm-hmm. you won't watching on the tv what your parents and, and them was watching you won't listen into the comedy tapes back then they used to have a nasty comedy on tapes and cds yeah. and, <laughs> <laughs> before deaf comedy jam and such right. um mm-hmm. Um, you, you weren't listening. You were in a child's, but that child-friendly place yeah. that would have no adult content into your, your gates, your eye mm-hmm. gate, your mm-hmm. ear gate, right? Because we know that children are, 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 first of all, deserve to have their innocence kept. Yes. Right. Now, you want to aggravate me? I hate when people say, well, they going to learn it anyway. They gonna gonna learn. They gonna see it anyway, ma'am. From who? Where? Mm, Right. It's it's not. It's not. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. If this is your child, if you are responsible for them, if this is your niece, your nephew, if you are a guardian, if you are over them, no, you protect their innocence at all costs. You teach that if anybody come even talking to you in Mm -hmm. this manner, you be like. You start hollering, <laughs> you act a plum fool, or you tell mm-hmm. the, the adult that you trust. And yeah. what we do is we are affirming things that really shouldn't be affirmed mm-hmm. at earlier and earlier ages. I'm, not, I'm even going to bring the industry in this, um, even the music industry. Yeah. We prop up in, mm-hmm. in our music all the, all, all the sex kittens, all the, all the, all, all the butt nakedness. And, no. and 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 I hate to even say who we <laughs> right. I hate to even say who we prop up, but who the industry props up, yeah. right? Yeah, who, who they get yeah. behind. Mm-hmm. So so that being said, my next Sex thing sales. is about yeah, it does. That's, well, that's what they say, but quality. That, I don't, no. But if you got talent. Right. Honey, I don't think I ever seen her right. with a, you know, right. booty, I ain't never something. seen. I, ain't even, I, I, I don't think I've seen hers she is talented. I ain't think I've seen hers and a she whole got to do all that. I don't even think that. she yeah. did a You ain't even seen her eyes. You ain't even seen her eyes. The joker is, I'm you know, saying, she succeeded. Not, I agree with you guys. I'm not no. saying that sex sales 
I'm that's saying what they, that's, that's what, what they the tell industry us. pushes. That's right. sales. That's what they tell us. That that's yeah. what they tell us. But what what especially what the rappers, the female rappers. I just oh don't want God. They date boy. They I want to be like I'm Megan saying. and 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 uh, Cardi. Y'all won. You win. Now stop. <laughs> they try. They compete. No, who can they, be? They, they compete. Naked is. Yeah, I mean, no, no, just know. that the most raunchiest lyrics. Honey. I was like, I can listen to Uncle Luke straight through and can't listen to Cardi B. Don't used forget to, remember, Mickey, remember when Luke went out for a minute. Clutch right. his pearls. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> remember when <laughs> Luke used to be the dirtiest thing you can yeah. get me coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So some of y'all are like, who is Luke, Lord? That help. was my jam. <laughs> YouTube, 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 Uncle Luke. It's going to look yep. like a nursery rhyme compared to what's going on now. <laughs> a nursery rhyme is correct. <laughs> However, oh. talking about the protection of innocence, how important do you think it is for adults want to protect kids? In- innocence, and this ain't even just, this can be sexual, but it's, it can be cursing around kids. Like, man, people don't, they're like kids are nothing. Kid, mm. Kids don't, aren't affected by that. What do y'all no. think about that? Our role is protecting kids' innocence, that our kids are worthy, especially children of color. Sweet I hate in to, the industry. I hate to, I hate <laughs> to break it in, into a race thing, but culturally, mm-hmm. man, we just we just done let the let the bar go down. But anyway, yeah. y'all speak on that. I, I would actually push back on that and not even not even make this about uh not even race just say us individually culture. culturally have let the bar down. I think the bar has been yeah, let down across the, the board, okay. yeah. across the board. So, you know, that. to to answer your question, you know, coming from a child protective services background, obviously, you know, I value the protection of children enough to even, you know, have a career in it for numerous years. And I think it should be esteemed as the highest um, order for for any adult to protect children because Mm -hmm. they can't protect themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens is as children begin to matriculate and they get older, we begin to esteem responsibility on them, not realizing that they still can't protect themselves. So Mm -hmm. if I had a little newborn baby and you know, you find the baby in the trash can and I'm being extreme, but Mm -hmm. I'm being extreme for the purpose of, Everyone would say, what kind of mother would put her baby in the trash can or what kind of mother wouldn't feed this baby or what kind of mother or father would allow this child to be, you know, when you have these these horrible stories where shaken baby syndrome or kids being thrown up against walls or things like that, because everyone understands basic human, um, not even anatomy, but matriculation. Mm-hmm. Babies can't talk. They cry. Yeah. So nobody's getting super offended like this baby is out to get me unless they have mental health problems. Um, mm-hmm. And so you you would look at them in a very uh, judgmental way, myself included. I'll be honest. Like, mm-hmm. how could you do this? But as that child matriculates, as they're five, as they're six, as they're 12, as they're 13, we start putting all these responsibilities on them that they still aren't able to handle because you still have to realize at 12, 13, 14, 15, your brain is Mm -hmm. not even still fully, you're not even fully mature to even process certain things. So, you know, 
I think that it still has to be in esteem. And it goes back to what you were saying, April, not just about the sexual, um, uh, the sexuality component of it, although that's what we're talking about, but even things such as language. Mm-hmm. I remember having a case. And it was the it was it was a very interesting case, needless to say. But um, I remember talking to this mom, and she had three children, and they were very very bright children, and they were like doorsteps, like ten, eight, six. And the six year old was a hellion, and he was wreaking all kinds of havoc <laughs> on the school bus, mm. and had got kicked off, and he was he was the bully, mm. <laughs> which was ironic. And um, one of the things that the principal was, you know, taking fault with, they was like, he was cussing and doing all these things and yada, yada, yada. And I remember them telling me when I, you know, because a report was made or whatever, and I'm investigating. And I remember them saying that mom was like, she didn't have a problem with that. And so naturally, you know, I'm having a conversation with the kids about it. And they're like, yeah, we're, you know, we're not supposed to curse, but my mom lets us do it, but we're not supposed to do it around my dad. And I remember uh, having a conversation with her because mm-hmm. I not only spoke with her, but I spoke with, you know, spoke with the children, but I spoke with her. And I remember her saying that as a child, I wasn't allowed to curse. And so I, I didn't want to tell my kids that they couldn't do that. And I, I hope I didn't have the crucial. Are you retarded? Look, and I know that's not a I know that's not a PC word, but that's what I was like. Mm. In what planet is it ever okay to allow a child? Just like you were saying, it's certain language. For me, cursing is adult language. Yes. Why absolutely. are you allowing a child to mff this? Like they don't even understand wow. the severity of right. what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, at that point, now I'm questioning your judgment, because if you think it's OK to allow the kids to curse, you probably got some other uh, absurd ideologies about some other stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, protect the babies, yes. protect their innocence as long as they ha- as you can, because the world is going to taint them as it is. I'm telling you. And so it's they like, get it let at home be, too? yeah, let them be Jeez. children as long as they can. Let yes. their hearts, let their minds, let their speech be pure mm-hmm. as long as it can before everything bombards them with our hyper uh, technological age where everything is being thrown at them from YouTube to cartoons to regular TV to music, they're going to get it to school, to curriculum. It's coming for them. So it's like bubble them pertaining to some things as much as you can, especially sexual things. Yes. Absolutely. And I completely and totally agree with that. I mean, how important it is for parents to be a covering, you know, there's a certain order that God has established, you know, he has the the husband as the head, you know, he has the wife and then he has a child and the parents are supposed to cover their children. That's your legacy. You know, you're protecting your legacy. What are you, what are you, what are your children saying about you to the world? 
because mm-hmm. in essence, right. they're your seed. So what, what in their actions, in what they do, what are they saying about you? And I'm not saying, you know, some parents, they do the best that they can and the children still go uh, every which way. So I'm not talking about those instances, but I am talking about those instances where, you know, the parents doing all kind of foul stuff in, from the, uh, in front of the children and then they wonder why, you know, the kids are uh, running amok and acting foolish. You know, mm-hmm. it starts there in the home and you being an example, you know, because children are sponges, you know, because it, it, whatever they see you do, they're going to do. And so mm-hmm. just being that covering, being that protection, you know, protecting your legacy, you know, and so, and it, it goes back to what we were talking about on the last episode, how people, it just, they have no concept of how their decisions affect the ones around them, affect their loved ones. And it's just like, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do and hope everything turn out all right. No discipline. We, we lack discipline, man. Like Jesus, we lack discipline to be able to discipline ourselves for the sake of others. It's like, come on. There's no knowledge of, okay, you know, what I do is affecting, you know, my seed. And so I have to discipline myself for the sake of them. There's just, it's the selfishness around that, around I'm just going to live the way I want to live and, you know, and then the next generation pay the, pay for it. You know, so I, I just, I just, I'm, I know I'm getting passionate, but it's just so. This is a passionate issue. Topic. Yeah, yes, it it's just so important to cover your children as long as you possibly can. You know, if the school system is trying to infringe some crazy foolishness on your kids, speak up about it and be like, "No, you ain't gonna teach my kids that." Blah blah blah, yada yada yada. You know, because you have to be an advocate for your children. You know, because yes. if you're not, who's going to be? So yeah, we, we got to protect babies. It, it may it make me mad when I see people doing stuff to children. Who yes. that makes my blood boil? So I just yeah. But go ahead, sweet. <laughs> no, I was I was I'm like 100 agreeing with you, and I'm just thinking about how the sovereignty of everything that's taken place in this year because yeah. there's been such a lack of. Um, of the bar being lowered as we initially talked about when April asked the question. And so, you know, I've worked in the school systems where there, there are those parents who are trifling and then there are those parents who are doing the best that they can. And and there may be some generational things Mm -hmm. and they may not have been taught and trained in the proper way. So they're kind of figuring it out. And then there are the parents that are trying to, trying to do the right thing and then there's a teacher in the midst and Mm -hmm. and she's left with these kids for eight hours and Mm -hmm. being held responsible for trying to establish some form of order Mm -hmm. that may or may not be taking place at home (laughs) and so now everybody getting to see how off the chain their kids really are oh my (laughs) 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 if you thought it was and it was y'all alone my goodness. Then in that wreaking having you up there protecting your baby. And I know that's yep. not the case for every situation, but I think, you know, some, I think there are some parents who are having some, some wake up calls to just the importance of what it takes to be a role model. Cause that's what all teachers are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the lives of kids. Yes. And I I just want to reiterate something. I I like what both of you said, but having the discipline that you need to have to 
to protect others. Because yes. see that that child that that uh, that Sweet was talking about in that case that was bullying other kids. Mm-hmm. because that parent allowed and didn't have the discipline because mm-hmm. she didn't like being disciplined for whatever reason to be told not to do something mm-hmm. that her parents told her not to do. Now, because of her lack of discipline and her ill judgment, these kids is living a nightmare every time they get on the bus from Lil, I'm going to make up his name, Lil Johnny. <laughs> Lil Johnny up there <laughs> uh, cussing them out. Yeah. Boy, they, they have no self-esteem by the time they get to the school. Everything. You know what, what's even funnier too? Like when you say that, you're six and you're cursing somebody out. Some wow. six girls don't even have a framework for curses. So they don't even know that they just been violated and told off. Like that's how crazy yeah. this is. And you that know it's okay for you to even use that language and the the other child doesn't even realize what's mm. being said. My uh my church member said uh her little brother started kindergarten head start and he came home and he told his mom and I'm I'm getting the story a little bit off, but it was something similar to, Mom, um, such and such said I'm a, I don't know, I'm a dickwad, oh, and, and and, <laughs> and it, it was like, this is not language that he hears at home, mm-hmm. so much so that he didn't even know it was something bad. He's like four or five first experience at school another mm. child calls him this so he comes home to be like yeah today at school such and such said i'm a such and such and, and she's happened to explain to him baby that's not good <laughs> that's not <laughs> oh, that's, you know what i mean yeah so like kids being exposed to things and not even having the, the knowledge of even understanding what they're being exposed to yeah right the kid being exposed and the kid that's doing the exposing yeah. Right. And the crazy thing is, though, they may not know what it is, but they know that it's no. wrong and negative because yeah. it's, it's it's like I, like the Lord and I hate to even bring this up, but just like the and we're going to get back to the sexualization piece. But like my other pet peeve to see a parent cuss. They child, child out. Oh, out. they get on my. Oh, I can't do Boy, that. Boy, you want to just tear me up from the yeah. crown of my head to the soles of my very feet. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, that child is being broken. Mm. That child, that child is being broken because he may not understand what all the words mean, but he knows that he is he's being made feel to be felt the lowest of the low, mm. because a lot of time that language comes with a hit. Or a slap, or you know, yeah. what I'm saying it, it, it's just it's. We must protect our children. When I say our children, I don't even just mean the children from your loins, because I'm I'm about to be like this. Come on, every child, you expose me because <laughs> yep. you know people say, "Well, I don't be telling little mm. people to do with their kids." But let me tell you something. Tell. I'm I'm about to start telling people what to do with their kids and just let the children fall away with their may. And I'm gonna tell you why <laughs> because. What you're doing is going to affect me and my children. Yes. That, that, that child. You're sending that them you out to the world. Call, you're sending them out into the Come world. On. You're cussing them out in Walmart. Yeah. I hear this. My mm-hmm. kids hear this. Yes. I'm trying to hold my kids and have them not look at this poor baby. You mm. know, what's what's happening over here? You mm. are affecting me. Absolutely. So I got a right to uh, try to affect yes. you. 
Because if you raise this angry child mm-hmm. that you are abusing to become an abuser, he may come to try to abuse my child. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So right. I should have something. To yes, say. yes. So, mm. um, because we're all connected, that, and that's what yes, people don't understand. Because this is that—that's the <laughs> biggest lie the enemy done told. Well, yeah, that's their business, and that's them no, over there. No, it's my business too. <laughs> no, it's my business too. Because yeah. you live too close to me. I hear you over there next door. Y'all can't be doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, it's affecting things. Yeah. Um, so talking about the effects and and saying something. Um, Basically, when we started out this conversation, we kind of talked about Hollywood and and Netflix and streaming services and media, rap music, whatever it is, um, kind of being an agent, right, to mm-hmm. involve kids into sexualized matters, to show image of the children with them all this extra makeup, you know, they face mm-hmm. be it at whatever age, you know, um, you know, in the tighter clothes, doing the twerk moves, you know all these other things, having kids in these highly sexualized um, um, things. So mm-hmm. that being said, how do you think we ought to hold, sorry, y'all, hold social media and um, hold social media and other uh, streaming platforms accountable? And what I mean by that is people held Netflix accountable to the point where um, Netflix apologized because mm. uh, what ended up happening was the, on their trailer or on their flyer on that they put up on youtube on their youtube page they um i think they had something like one of the clips will show it on in one of the links but like maybe thirty five thousand likes and three hundred and fifty seven thousand dislikes oh wow <laughs> and people yeah. in the comments like netflix was the problem what are y'all doing this is mm. wrong this is nasty this is this this is that um so they were holding uh, the media accountable. Like, no, we don't like it. We don't like yeah. this. And, and we're not going to act like we didn't just see this. This is gross. And y'all mm-hmm. need to give us an answer. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, what are some other things you think we can do? Um, I, I, I was proud of it. You know, uh, again, we're not powerless y'all, you yeah. know, they, they, all these platforms, they want our money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? They want to keep getting our money. And if they think they're going to lose it, you know, they're trying to yeah. test the waters. But what do y'all think about that on things that we can do to try to hold media Hollywood accountable? I think what what I think what you just said is very vital and the people's voice is very vital because uh, when people show their disdain and their dislike, it, it produced results. I also think that there needs to be a revisiting of the sensory board as it became as it pertains to children. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I say that as it pertains to children, because as it pertains to the adult population, it's going out the window. I'm yeah. a Star Trek fan and I was watching a new uh, pilot series of uh, Star Trek out. And this is a show that comes on CBS. Um, I think it was coming on at like nine or 10 o'clock on whatever day. And so I was watching the show and I was watching it, you know, delay, like a lot of people you watch, you watch the series all at once. And I was watching the show and they were saying the F word and there some <laughs> the captain said GD. And I was like, I stopped for a minute and I was like, wait a minute. Changed. <laughs> this is this is regular TV. Mm-hmm. And it was like for me, it clicked because mind you, I'm watching this through an app, 
But it clicked that this pro- this show comes on on Wednesday nights at nine o'clock or ten o'clock, which is still a fairly early time. Mm-hmm. Even though it's after dark, it's not like midnight or eleven. It's not even after the late show yeah. that, that comes on anymore. But it like tripped me out that they were using M. You know, they didn't say MF, but that they were using the F word and they were using GD because these are words that I was accustomed to hearing on HBO Cinemax Showtime. That's cable. It's the censor, mm-hmm. the sensory, or however they censor is different than your NBC, ABC, CBS, those primary networks. Yeah. So you know that's a whole nother conversation but Mm -hmm. i do feel like there should be some new rules enacted somebody needs to go back to the drawing table even when it comes down to roles um Mm. for children if this role is going to be highly sexualized or um foul language or whatever maybe it should be that they have to be a certain age Mm -hmm. before they can star in this role or play this role um we can't be so money driven, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about, um, I think about, you know, and I think we all watch stranger things, which is mm-hmm. like that whole, you know, not, you know, nostalgic feeling, you know, mm-hmm. was filmed in the eighties, you yeah. know, we all can relate. And there were times where they, uh, may have said a cuss word or two, but it was like, uh, it fit with, it wasn't like the whole show was the kids cursing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and when they did say it, you know, something major was taking place. And when they had love scenes, it was the awkwardness of the first kiss mm-hmm. with seven and the little boy that she liked. Yeah. It was, you know, there was an innocence there, even though they were like 12 and 13. It was right. a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, you're gonna kiss, you're gonna not are you gonna sleep with her? Because yeah. that wasn't a construct. Mm-hmm. And right. so I do feel like there needs to be some sen- some new sensory guidelines or censored censor not sensory but some new censored guidelines as it pertains to how children are portrayed. You know, even when um, just kind of going along with those labor laws. And I don't know, we all kind of grew up in the Full House era, and everybody knows about Mary Kate and Ashley, and they were mm-hmm. they were babies and they were acting well because mm-hmm. they were identical twins. They that's how they were able to do that show because of the labor laws. That child was still acting. That baby was still being in a it was a still an actor that was getting a check. Mm-hmm. So they had to use both of them because they couldn't allow this child to work a certain amount of hours. Yeah, that's how they ended up, you know, being on this show from birth. Mm-hmm. So if we put those same esteems as it pertains to labor, why can't we put those same esteems as it pertains to content and what children are being involved in? Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, Cause I think cuties, if I'm not uh, mistaken, had a TV MA rating, like a TV mature. mature? I think oh. so. And the, the girls ain't but 11 years old. What y'all doing right. with mature rating? With mature but, rating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. But. Uh, but yeah, so I definitely feel like as far as the whole sensory piece, yeah, that definitely having new standards as it relates to that. And then, you know, just what they did in the whole Netflix situation, just speaking up and telling them, look, this is not something that we want to see. And then following that up by not watching it. I think when they get the 
you know, the reports back that, you know, they put out this and nobody watched it. Okay. They don't want that. So we're not going right. to, you know, approach them with that anymore. You know, mm-hmm. um, just having the discipline to say no to watching certain things can really turn that tide, but you got to have enough people doing that in order for it to make a right. dent. You know, you got to have the numbers. So, but yeah, I think with anything, when it comes to holding people accountable, you got to have the numbers. Right. You know, so. And, and it's funny that you bring that up, Holly, about cuties having a mature rating because I have, um, let me make sure, but I'm pretty sure. Keep talking though. (laughs) Oh yeah. I have nieces and nephews. And so they're ranging from the ones that are probably cognizant of what's going on on TV or like three to five. So, you know, they're mm-hmm. watching the the kid, you know, Netflix has a whole kids thing. And yeah. so, you know, how if you have a family plan with Netflix, you know, there's a whole channel for, we call it the kids channel, them kids. And um, it's, it ranges from the cartoons, it ranges from the, uh, the educational things, the cartoons about sci-fi, you know, like it has levels to it um, mm-hmm. because it's for kids. So honestly and truthfully speaking, when you're talking about 11-year-olds, I'm not saying that I can't see them not having it on the main Netflix, but if it's something about dance, it seemed like it would have been a, a more so for kids uh, placed in that segment because of the ages of the children, the main characters are kids. Mm-hmm. They're not even they're not even 12. Yeah. So that to me would be where your 10 and 11 and 12 year olds will watch that show Mm -hmm. um, pertaining to dance because they also just released a show. And I think Holly and I talked about it. Another dance type of inspired show. What was it called, Holly? Um, Oh, what? Dance Moms? No, not Dance Moms. The Netflix show that we talked about um, with the girl, they were teenagers, though, and they were in high school. Feel the beat. Let me see. Feel the beat. Yeah, yeah, I think it was mm-hmm. Feel the Beat. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much a little bit different plot, teenagers, 17, 18-year-old seniors in a dance troupe trying to get scholarships. And we were talking about how the dancing was a little, you know, they were twerking. Mm-hmm. It was provocative. Yep. The dancing yeah. was provocative. But you're dealing with 18-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So I could totally see it being rated mature. Yeah, yeah. Because the the content was mature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So why is cuties? Yeah, Lord, let me what? make sure I don't want to lie on Netflix. But mm. I'm almost certain <laughs> when I was looking at it, um, I couldn't find it on my thing though. But I'm almost well. well yeah, and it's, it's, it doesn't release technically until uh. September 29th, but maybe if we Google, Google um, mm. will help you out on that. But just to say more about the film Cuties, just to be uh, fair, um, the Cuties was written by a um, um, a French black yeah, woman. Yeah, because it had a different name, didn't it? Mooney something with an M. I, I, I don't know. Before it was um, Tuesday, yeah. Um, but, um, and the framework is the yep. young lady. I'm sorry. Yeah, it says TV mature MA. Okay. Yep. And, and and what what the criticism was was not necessarily even the storyline because it's supposed to be according to the young lady who wrote it. She said it was the fight between the traditional Muslim values because I think the young lady might even be a Muslim woman or a, you know come from a Muslim family, um, but she said of the of the traditional Muslim 
family versus the westernization or westernization coming in um and yeah. that that because you know obviously the western world is known for uh, over sexualization of children because when she mm. says western is that whole piece with about the little child twerk team and whatnot um being of western influence however um uh and but and she says it's supposed to say which one is is better or worse. She had a point and I understood her point, but the way the story was told, it does the opposite. It is like a pedophile's dream. It ain't, wow. it does not, it does not, it does not, based on what I've saw, it does not, for someone, the way this, the story is portrayed, it's like faith, the, the being in a family of faith, Muslim, harsh, disciplined, rough, mm. mean, don't like it. And twerking, fun, free spiriting, mm. uh, you know, uh, you know, putting on all this makeup, doing yeah. things like grown women, oh, giggling, laughing, oh, we're having so fun, right? We're mm. talking to boys, you know what I'm saying? The girls are 11, they have this encounter with these 14-year-old boys. Now, mind you, I, the movie is not released, oh, so wow. I can't, I don't have a whole film for you. And then they even talked about it being um, a Sundance it, it received a Sundance Award, right? Oh, wow, really? Wow. But before we get excited, fun fact, one of the co-founders of Sundance is actually right now being brought up on charges for what, you guys? Pedophilia! Oh, Child oh, indecency, yeah. indecent liberties with minor. This is second oh, charge. <laughs> so, So that don't look good mm. either. Sunday, having a Sundance, you know, wow. the, because you all know how we've seen films like, why did they get an award? That is weird. Right. That well, Sundance is very, it's very, uh, you know, anyway, eclectic. But the thing is, is that um, the way the story has is being portrayed is coming off as the opposite of what the writer has at least said she was trying to uh, uh, um, portray or have come through. So, uh-huh. you know, Again, we are we are seeing it in our society more and more. And I just want us, I think, as Truth Reveal family, want people to know that we do have power. We don't have mm-hmm. to just watch this and be like, oh, that is nasty. Oh, that's so sad. I can't believe they're allowing this. Or I can't believe they actually keep putting these minor children in these overly sexualized uh, framework. We need to keep telling our disdain we need to not support we need to say this is uh, uh encouraging uh um the 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 predators right this is mm-hmm. like bait calling to predators yeah right. so don't we wouldn't put out a ra- a, a a movie with this all these racist undertones right mm-hmm. and, um, and not say that it's not baiting skinheads and clan members you know to 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 incite certain things so why would we do that to to a, a group of people who cannot protect themselves, yes. who are a protected class um, and should be in our society? We know mm-hmm. not too long ago, I mean, the, before COVID hit, the big news stories were about all the children that were being snatched up. Mm. Um, being taken into you know to trafficking you know you know we were having more and more of a spotlight Mm. being put on these children being taken in 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 urban areas and rural areas and being being um either trafficked or being raped and killed you know taken off so 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 we don't want a society that starts to portray children as if they're fair game Mm -hmm. right Mm. um that's just nasty 
That's just and and thanks be unto God because last week, um, and I'm sure you guys heard about this when you said that about the children being trafficked. I just jogged my memory. Thirty nine children were rescued. Yes, and found in Georgia. Yes, and they. um, I was reading an article and it said I think this had been um, some of those kids had been caught up for for two years. Oh. And um, I saw a picture. Um, of course, they didn't identify the child's face, but I saw an officer talking to um, a child, and I could tell she was an African American young lady because her hair, her hair was done. She had braids, and she, she looked to be a teenager. And so wow. it's like you know that was that was such a big win um, mm. to rescue those thirty nine kids. That yes, were that caught was. up in wow. same thing, human trafficking, mm-hmm. sex trafficking, mm-hmm. um, all of that. Wow. Yeah, man. We're, and we thank God for see, God, y'all. Yes. God cares about this kind of stuff. Yes. Don't think, uh, you know, um, and, I, and I hope I'm not taking too much of a turn, but hey, this is truth reveal. We do what we want to do as long as we in <laughs> <get> truth. <laughs> but but don't think that God has turned a blind eye to these types of things. This is yeah. why we're highlighting this. This is why we're saying that we are not powerless. And when we hear wonderful things like this, God got people working undercover yes. to, to right. get these children. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's roles that we can play. There's organizations that we can, and, and y'all will see, we got more to come and more information um, that we'll be sharing along these lines um, and, and, and things we have coming up, but, but, but there are organizations which you can, you can uh, give your monies to that help rescue kids, help yes. protect kids yes. that speak up and can make laws. And as, as sweet was saying this, the, the censor uh, boards, the people mm-hmm. who say what the ratings y'all will be I was trying to watch the show. I was trying to watch Cobra Kai. I don't, I don't know if some of y'all yeah. might know. Yeah. Holly's a fan. Holly's a fan. It was started. nostalgic because right. of Karate Kid. Karate Kid. It was pretty good. I called my son, my 13-year-old son, to watch it. He's like, Mom, I'm going to watch it with you. I said, yeah, come on, man. Watch it with me. It's TV 14. <laughs> he stopped watching it because we watched an episode that had so much, uh, what's the word? The language was sexual. The jokes were sexual. The oh. you know the part, the billboard one, the one about the the bill. I don't want to tell it for anybody who has not watched it. Oh, it's the episode where that where um the karate kid who was the grown man that got the car dealership. Oh they yeah, okay. I know that. what you're talking about. And yeah. then in one mm-hmm. episode, they're supposed to be the high school child. That's the child of the other the blonde gentleman. Um, and yeah. they're up there watching the little girl twerk on the on the video. Uh, that was all in one the one episode that my son tried to watch with me. He was like, "I got you." Is yeah, he <laughs> looking at me. It's, it may be I'm more like, geared for teenagers than it is for like right. small. But my yeah. point is, it says TV fourteen. Oh, right. They need and to change 13. the rating. It's rated I got that. You. So yeah. got it. Me feeling like that. That's an accurate thing. I got so you. parents, we can't even go by what they're telling us because these boards <laughs> and these people. I'm like, if this is TV 14, what in the world is rated R? Right. Yeah, it's it's very fluid. It is changed. It's, it's very yeah. fluid. It is. And so, but but we have a say so. And and God do care about this kind of stuff, and He's working under the scenes, and 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 you know, 
we have to definitely uh, protect our babies at all costs. Yes. Um, so I don't have any more questions. I, um, I just want to allow my co-hosts, Holly and Sweet, to have any final words. Well, um, I think, you know, just basically protecting the kids at all costs and being a covering for your children, you know, uh, really um, taking the heart that they are are a representation of you and, you know, uh, making sure that you instill those values and instill those things within them uh, that are going to um, not talking in the sense of just make you look good, but just so that they can have a vibrant, you know, life, you know, um, Mm -hmm. and not be, you know, derailed by, you know, bad decisions that could be the result of being exposed to things too early. So I think it's really important to cover your children, to pray over your children, to, you know, I'm telling you, it's, it's so necessary, especially with the world that we live in. There's so many images, so many messages that they're bombarded with. You got to be the first line of defense in prayer mm-hmm. and teaching your children, you know, and I think, um, you know, April, you had did a post a while ago where you talked about being real with your children also at the same time, like when it comes to describing their, but that, yes. that'll get into uh, yes. the other episodes that we got coming. But when yeah. it comes to describing, you know, yeah. their genitalia uh, or organs mm-hmm. and you know all of that just really being real with them on what that is so that when they're being if if something happens god forbid where they're in a situation where they're touched then they will understand that it was wrong and be able to communicate Tell. to you mm-hmm. you know exactly you know what happened so i think it's important to equip your children with the realness of this yes. thing okay mm-hmm. this is what it is you know mm-hmm. and being real with them you know in a way that they can understand you know praying over them educating them and um, doing your best to discipline your own self in order to spare them, you know, from anything that, you know, you may do that may derail them. So just protecting them at all costs and on every side, whether it's you having to discipline yourself or just arming them with the knowledge that's going to, you know, allow them to have a successful life. So that's what I would say. All right. Yeah, um, I ditto everything that Holly said, and I also wanted to make out make a point that is very ludicrous to even say it out loud. But um, if you do research, and this is something that they taught us when we were going through our training as social workers, animals had rights before children. Wow, Sila, let that, that is right. That is funny to hear out loud. Yeah. yeah. So I think that says a lot about how children over the course of history have been viewed you know Mm. 82 years is is essentially not a lot of time right um when you think about the rights and the labor laws and things that have been passed um to protect the children Mm. and um the more our society goes in this more fluid way as it pertains to sexuality and um tolerance it seems as though the children are the ones who are really unfortunately reaping the benefits of the freedoms that are now being abound. So I think, you know, um, there's a scripture in the Bible and I can't, I can't quote it because I don't know exactly where it is. I think it's over in Proverbs or Psalms, but it talks about um, children being um, arrows in the, in the arms 
of like in a really archer a man, a in the yeah. hands, uh, a quiver, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about that um, from the standpoint of the role that not only parents play, but the role that adults play, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a social worker, whether you're a healthcare worker, whatever role, auntie or uncle, a mom or dad, there's we all play such an intricate role in the life of children that we literally have the ability to stir how their life trajectory um, trajectory goes. Yeah. And I think that's that's heavy. Um, mm-hmm. and, and because that's so heavy, it should weigh heavy on us to be mindful of what we say, what we do, how we act when we're in the presence of um, not just the children that we love, but other children. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Well, that that is wonderful. Yes, that that psalm that um, Latricia's talked about, that was Psalm 120. It came out of Psalm 127, I believe. But yeah, so um, we do have to steer our children in the right direction. We do have to be mindful to protect protect their innocence all, at all costs, as Holly and Sweet has said. Um, you know, this episode was really just to encourage and to bring awareness because a lot of times mm-hmm. us as adults and stuff, we're just going through life adulting and and, mm-hmm. and the children are left with the TV on, right? I'm guilty. Yeah. Right. You know, like going yeah. in and watch TV. I got to do this, 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 you know, um, but, but we have to be mindful. We have to protect them. We've got to be, we got to get in the business, y'all. We got to go in there and just stare at what they, what they staring at <laughs> real <laughs> quick, you know, <laughs> what you doing, what you looking at? Yeah. You just, yeah. just sit down beside them and let them cartoon play a little bit and see what they talking about mm. um and and to really um equip them um i won't go into it because we will go into it more but what the post that holly was talking about was a post that i shared i didn't actually uh, write it myself um but i shared it where it was called vagina and penis are not bad words. Mm-hmm. In other words, not telling your children to say call the vagina a cookie, because if, if, if someone was to say, uh, my uncle, uh, ate my cookie. Well, mm. that you don't, that don't, that don't click right, right away. Right. That's yeah. like, okay, he ate your cookie. Uh, but then when you realize, Oh my God, you know, so, so that's d- being truthful being mm-hmm. honest, being able to have good conversations with your children, honest conversations without at their age level. Um, you know, I'm just, and just dittling both what my co-hosts have said. Um, this is an important topic. We want to be able to hold Hollywood and Netflix and all the other folks accountable. Mm-hmm. We're the consumers. We can, we are yes. what makes popular culture popular. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Without yeah. us, they, they they're 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 not they're not, it's none none of them you know yeah. we prop up what we think is good and great and lovely so just mm-hmm. remember to affirm your children in their innocence affirm them protect their innocence keep them from the things that make a difference make a divide between adult and non-adult it's still a thing right yeah it's yeah. still a thing um so yeah we've all said our final yeah. words y'all i hope <laughs> I hope y'all have enjoyed another episode of Truth Reveal. We love you guys. Yes. Stay safe out here in these yes, COVID streets. Yeah. <laughs> and be blessed. And we will see y'all next time. All right. Yes, bye. bye. bye.